Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Shibocast. <laughs> I'm Paul. <laughs> I don't want to be a... Same. <laughs> anything else to say, Paul? <laughs> I, said, I said I'm Paul. Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is that the Shibocast. your turn to introduce yourselves. This is the show Shibocast, a podcast <laughs> allegedly about Doctor Who. I am no, Dan. Dan. No, that's not really Paul. is. I am John. Come and that's in, all the hosts of the podcast. How have we got to 21 episodes when oh, this God, is how we God. intro? God, no. Because, if anything, the intro gets worse every time. <laughs> it oh, will just like devolve into like episode 50 will be hello and welcome to Shopkins. <laughs> Stephen and Jim and Hermione. And uh, Five Doctors is um episode. And viewers' thoughts, goodbye. Yeah, you yeah. say that, but like that's not much better than what it currently is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, much quicker. <laughs> streamlined. Um, we keep saying we're going to streamline it. We'd never, we never do. do. It gets worse every time. Um, yeah. Doctor Who is a podcast. <laughs> How are you? Doctor How have you been? Doctor Who is a podcast. Are you sure? Well, now I'm not. You've, have you checked? Um, no, actually. You could pass what I thought. The podcast. Oh, no, are we Doctor Who? Am I the maybe, Doctor? Maybe Doctor Who was the friends we made along the way. Paul, how's maybe, your Maybe Doctor Who was all of us. Oh my god. Um, maybe Many of my weeks have been very good, and many of them very mediocre. Of of all of the weeks, since but we don't want to know about now, many of your weeks. You want to know this one? Um, oof, which one was the best? The one where I had the um, Zoom call with Russell C Davies. Yeah, that would probably be mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for this week, um, I've just been doing uni work all week. Godly. I know, yeah. Go on, how about you? No, sorry, Paul, you didn't even finish what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. All right, so you've had, like, the worst week ever then. Cameron? Yeah. Cameron's, Cameron's, <laughs> work, was, Cameron's week was so bad he left. Uh, no, I think my computer decided to overheat a bit. So, oh, no. It just, so it turned itself off. It kept doing this last week as well. Oh, well... No. Then, um, <laughs> you have... this is the only place that hasn't snowed down. The only place, <laughs> yeah, there was a that bit of snow in Edinburgh. In Africa. There will be there snow in Africa this Christmas. Yeah, is, is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> Both. Um, <laughs> should we start the podcast? <laughs> Let's just go. Yeah, Cameron Apprice was frozen again, but, um, yeah, he was dead weight anyway, we didn't need him. <gasps> All the secrets are coming out. <laughs> How's your week been? <laughs> you, you, bought a, um, you purchased a musical instrument, did I you not? I purchased a, a guitar. Um, I, university starts tomorrow, and I wish I was dead. It's also my birthday well, tomorrow, my... but but like university very much like kind of ruins that. Uh, so uh, Don't go in. I, well, I can't. 
There's nothing Maybe to go into. Problem solved. Oh, you, you, good point. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, should I hope we... so? I hope you're planning on going out for your birthday, having loads of drinks, and you know, getting all your friends together, <laughs> yeah. a big hug, you know, kissing, kissing everyone, kissing everyone, licking out all the all door handles. Yeah. I actually ordered some um, friends. Just ordered some, <laughs> like some uh, just like hand rails. I'd like ordered them in, like used hand rails, just so I could lick them when yeah. I wake up. Well, yeah, because they've, they've marinated over the years. They've kind of mm. kept. Yeah, you've got to like, it's it's like a like a like a good wok or a. <laughs> you've got to let it flake, let all the flavour build like up. It's like an infection. Yorkshire pudding tin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, you get. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonorrhea this time. <laughs> the news. Um, I'm gonna start off first. Just get it out of the way. Uh, Jody's probably leaving. Possibly. At the end of series thirteen. Yeah, we uh, um uh, in the last episode we were recording as we were recording um news articles started cropping up um citing each other and it was a bit unclear as to what the exact source was to the claims that Joe Dia has left the show or is leaving. Well it was um, it was one of the reporters from the uh from the mirror who yeah. is usually right quite so, a reliable yes. source yeah in the past. Yeah. Um uh, but we're not going to really talk about it until there's like official confirmation. It's not I yet think like, stone, but um... yeah, I think we'll we'll probably have an episode on like the fourteenth Doctor when there's like an official stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the reason we bring this up though is because since last episode, we've had a little update in that the BBC refused to comment on it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's not even like they, they've the they've they, if. I feel if it was untrue, they would immediately come out and go, "This is wrong." Jody's staying on for seventeen more years. Yeah, see you soon. Um, for the new. Uh, but they, yeah, they, it's not even like they didn't say anything. They they put out a statement to Digital Spy explicitly saying they weren't saying anything. It was um, yeah. We won't be commenting and on any speculation around Jody's future on the show. That's what they said to Digital Spy. No one from. The Doctor Who team, as well as made any comment on it either, like yeah. Chibnall going, "This is utter bollocks," or Jodie herself. There has been no word from the BBC, which yeah. none of them have social media. So before, uh, well, like, it's in a newspaper. So ball. Grateful that she doesn't have Twitter. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh God, it'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah. but uh, like Mandit, yeah, she's on Twitter. She probably would have said yeah, anything if it wasn't real. Yeah, Paul's message. Not to reply. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every day, twice sometimes. <laughs> Instagram, you know, sends a letters. Soon as she puts the story up, I'm like, well, she must be online. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, why do you respond to my post? What? I sent. I know. I know you're online. <laughs> There's the little green dots next to your name. So <laughs> send her a carrier pigeon. See if that works. Yeah, yeah. Put she a, put can a, put shoot a, it and eat it, but put a note and tie it to a brick and throw it through a window. She'll definitely respond then. <laughs> or at least someone will respond on her behalf. Yes, Even if the police. In a police uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it must be one of Yaz's police friends. 
I like they might doing... be Amy's friend of the kissogram. For doing <laughs> doing jazz cosplay. Can you imagine a Doctor Who fan as a police visit, and it's like some really bad news, and their first thought is that it's like it's Yaz's mate from work. <laughs> it's a kissogram. <laughs> is there any other news, Dan? There's a couple of other newses. Um, newses. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll properly get into that when there's official confirmation. Yeah. Uh, yes. Something there is official confirmation about that we completely forgot to talk about last week. Uh, there's a new companion. It's John Bishop. Liverpool's own Paul. Yeah. Liverpool's own. That's me. No, I was just saying his name's Dan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very fun. Very, very good. It was that one. Um, do the Alan Partridge thing that goes on for way too. So, sorry, can we can we just pause a sec? No. Oh god. Oh, Something okay. mad just happened. <laughs> so the smackhead lives next door. Yeah. The, the what's, what's that weird? Lives next door to me. Yeah. What's that weird metal clanging going on from your end? <laughs> just there. Uh, that that was my bed. It's the Dalek rebuilding itself. But um, <laughs> so the, the smackhead next door just being shouting, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, John Bishop, new companion, series thirteen. He's called yeah. Dan. Um, how he's, do we feel about this, Dan? That's yeah, not going to get confusing at all when this series starts, is it? <laughs> we're not doing a who's on first. We're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, it. What's interesting about this is, um, I think for a while I was for nothing. For a while I was saying hello. A lot of other people were um, saying, "Oh, great, Grime, Graham, Graham, Grimes, Graham, Graham and Ryan are leaving. So maybe Yaz will get some character development or any personality traits. Nope. Um, Bloody patriarchy coming in here, giving us the yeah. John Bishop. It was, yeah, it was like, like oh, great. <laughs> that sounds like Ch- <laughs> Chibnall is fixing one of the major issues with his show, um, and then he just comes in again and just." And just shoves another companion in and breaks it. I think it'll be right. Yeah. I, I'm we, already know. we already knew John Bishop was going to appear in the series because he'd been seen... <clears throat> yeah, he was seen you know filming what? with Santarans. Oh. You know what's a bit weird? Yeah. People on Twitter are already shipping him with that fella who was just reading from a yeah, phone and had no character at Based all. Like, no. Oh, it's so strange. What is... Clearly, his workmate who it, was having a break <clears throat> and a couple whilst he loaded the van. Yeah, hey, and the main you... reason, the main reason they're excited, it's not because John Bishop's a good actor or anything like that. It's just because he he likes gay people, and you're like, well, there's more to be. Ex- I mean, it's great that he's not homophobic, but it's not the I main reason to be excited. John Bishop strikes me as the type of person where if he was cast in a role and the character was gay. He wouldn't want that role. He would want an actual gay actor to do it. He strikes me as that sort of person. I know very yeah. little about, so, about his character, John okay? Bishop, I'm yeah. finding out now. He is yeah, a he, comedian, obviously. Well, I, that's about all I know about him. <laughs> but he's a Liver, he, Liverpudlian comedian. He's, no, he's from Runcorn. Which sorry, is near what? Liverpool. Yeah, but it's not Liverpool. He's a wall. I'm sorry, he's a what? A wall. Yorable. Is this is this some kind of racial slur? You're not. Is this a um, scouse racial someone slur? Who, it's someone who's not from Liverpool. Okay. Well, my grandparents are from but, Liverpool, so suck on that. Yeah, your grandparents would call you a one. 
Um, <laughs> my nana would say no such thing. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, honestly, that's, that's the term, like, um, it's, it's like people from, like, witness all, um, Birkenhead, who say the Scouts, and you're like, you're not even from Liverpool, you're from But he's Birkenhead. got quite a thick Scouse accent, though. I know, yeah, that's, that's what's deceiving. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's a lie, it's a ruse. It's a ruse? Um, like, he says he's from Liverpool, but then he, you find out he's, he, he grew up in Runcorn, and you're like, what's happening, John? And then you beat him you to liar. death in the street. Honestly, lad, that that man outside my house does. <laughs> so <laughs> So moving on. Um John Barrowman might be in season thirteen. Yeah. Because he's currently uh isolating in Cardiff, uh as he put on Instagram today. And Cardiff um, is where they film. Only Doctor Who and nothing at there is no other reason to be in Cardiff. Maybe he's on Only Connect. Nah. Maybe that's why he's I, in Cardiff. I, yeah, I think he's there for filming, in all seriousness. Yeah. If he, we joked uh, about it. If we see um, that he's dyed his hair soon, then it's confirmed. He then again, can only be... Grey Jack. He currently lives in LA, doesn't he? I think so. Then he has to be here for filming of some kind. He will not be allowed into the country that's a good, and to yeah, self-isolate yeah, in Cardiff if yeah. it's to yeah. go to his second home. That is against all UK lockdown and, law. And to be fair, yeah. no one chooses to go to Wales unless they have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like Wales. Yeah, I, love Wales. It's I love Wales. Lovely. I love Cardiff. <laughs> but, well, yeah, so he is definitely filming something. Hopefully mm-hmm. it is to do with Doctor Who or Torchwood. Yeah. I th- they did put there's... a Torchwood quote in the, yeah. in the comments. I think there's a good chance, I think, based on the Gwen Cooper mention in Revolution... Yeah. They might be bringing Torchwood back, I think. Yes. It is more likely now Sorry, what was that noise been... then? <laughs> you have to say it again for me to... Uh... They might be bringing Torchwood back. Um, It's well overdue, I think, even if I'm yeah. not a massive Torchwood fan. Well, yeah. it finished on that cliffhanger of having a second immortal guy, um, Rex Matheson from the CIA. I never actually finished Miracle Day. <laughs> I did. I... Stick to it. I watch everything, but yeah. So there's now Rex as an immortal because he has Jack's blood in him. That's how they solve Miracle Day. They have to pour blood into two cracks on either side of the world, and the so they fuck? they give Rex a blood transfusion so he has Jack's mortal blood in him. Ha! Because what? Jack can't be on both sides of the world. And they know that the bad guys will get to them and destroy the blood sachets. It's quite convoluted. What the but... f- I'm glad I didn't finish Miracle Day, actually. <laughs> oh, if they do bring back Torchwood, we will definitely have to talk about some episodes of Torchwood. And I yeah. reckon I really want to do some on Miracle Day. <laughs> we can rip into I Yeah, I, I got halfway through season one. I finished Miracle not Miracle Day, Children of Earth. Children like, of Earth. That's is obviously brilliant. great. Also, a se- yeah. uh, the season that uh, Chibnall had no involvement in, if IMDb is to be believed. Uh, yeah, he it, came off yeah, after he did, Series he, 2. He didn't write a single episode. However, I know there, there were a couple other writers. Everything was fucking Owen and Tosh was down to Chibnall, and they're mm. two of the best characters in Tosh. Yeah. Well, Owen... So, can't take that away like from a... Owen has his points where he's a bit dodgy. He was a weird Owen's one of the best characters in the entirety of Doctor Who. (laughs) (laughs) 
last last bit of news. Um, I'm a uh, deviating from my normal standard of what I include in the news this time, because Paul, you're gonna love this. Um, Go on. The last bit of news is a big finish cover. Oh, uh, you know me, Dan. <laughs> um, I do include this though because it's um, obviously it's a bit more important than most big finish covers. Uh, and also, there is mm. like some more information about the thing. Anyway, I'll put it on Ninth the Doctor Adventures. Keep chatting. Ninth... I'll put it on the screen. Okay, then. Ninth Doctor Adventures. We got a cover. We got some details. We have got some episode titles. We got some bloody details. <laughs> details we got bloody big finish details. I can't believe. I tell you what. Uh, um. Uh... Yeah. So this is vol- volume one of four that he's doing, uh, Ravagers. Mm. Uh, yeah. There's three episodes in it. There's Sphere uh, of Freedom. What looks like a what could be a transformer from a deleted scene. From <laughs> it does look like a, a transformer attacking a Roman soldier. There's some nice random um, work at the back there from his TARDIS. It's yeah, pretty. And it's the I think the one right at the back is uh, the like the grid floor. Yes, like the oh, mesh yeah. floor. Yeah. Uh, I I say this because I've I've been on Tom Webster's Tom Webster who designed it's Twitter. I'm a fan of him, um, and he's just been posting a lot about it. Anyway, some rooms. Um, there's some what there's looks some... like the guilty spark from Halo. There's <laughs> some... the tank from Resolution confirmed. <laughs> and there's some <laughs> infantry. He keeps in the garbage. And there's some what? Infantryman down in the bottom with a cannon. Yeah, looks. Crimean Wari. Oh, I don't know I, that actually. I, I, I have no idea when would, or what the no, Crimean War is. That's not the Crimean War. That's. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Uh, I, I do. Come on, come on, Cameron. I believe in you. There we go. It's similar to what they would have worn in Hornblower. Yep. Hornblower. That series. Yeah, the Hornblower films and novels. It looks around that. Era, which I can't remember what it is. I'll take your word for it. Um, we've also, yeah, yeah and we got three episode I, titles. Got... I'd argue that okay. there's going to be a lot of just jumping around in time. Sort of. what, in like some kind of time machine, Paul? No, no. Do you know, like more than like just go. So like, any sort of like, you go to Rome and stay in Rome the whole episode. I'd, I'd, I'd argue that there's going to be like more than one location jumping about. So we're, we're given how much there is on the cover with like First World War Romans, that that war. I'd say one of the episodes might jump from war to war uh-huh. in the TARDIS. Okay, that's um, my speculation. Uh-huh. Yes, we've got three episode titles. I've tried to do this. This is the third time trying to read the episode titles. <laughs> I'm trying to interrupt it. Um, do you know that robot? No, I'm joking. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, something. Sphere of Freedom. Cataclysm and Food Fight. Interesting name. Um, <laughs> food Fight. Food fight. Oh. That's a silly. That's a silly name, isn't it? It is a silly. It's a name. silly. Sh- it's a silly show. It's, go- um, it's going to be a silly episode. Though. Oh, it's going to be so nice. silly. Oh. Um, with, there's also two new companions, and we've got little descriptions for them. One of them is oh. fine. I want to get. <laughs> I, I want to get to the second one. I want to get to the second. I know what the second one is. We got little peep. 
So, so there's Dan, Nova. Can I, can, when you get to the second one, can I guess what you're going to say about it? Okay. So we've got Nova, played by uh, Camilla B. Putt, who is described as uh, a galley chef from the sphere of freedom. And then we've got Audrey, played by Jane McKenna. Gamer girl. And this is... What? No, is that not what you're going to say? No. What? You think that was the... I, I thought that's what you were going to say, because it said, well, because she's female. And it says something about her being a gamer in a, in a bio. Well, sure, yes, I was going to get... The bio is um, the oldest gamer in Freedom City. Now... Yeah, so she's a gamer girl. <laughs> Great. Um, what a fascinating description for a character. The, the, the Belle Delphine of Doctor Who. Oh no, you've ruined, you've brought the tone right <laughs> the, down. The Paul. Doctor lands on a serious <laughs> planet and he goes to buy some bathwater. <laughs> I'm going to buy this. I'm looking at the cover right now and I, I'm going to buy this. Oh, absolutely. I have to. I mean, I was going to buy it anyway. It's... Like, when... He's when back, you've had series but... one for so long, and you've you've you're offered more Ninth Doctor content with Christopher Eccleston. You, you Hashtag content. If you turn that down, you're you're a massive muppet. Everyone should buy um, this, and we will. The head of that, <laughs> eight, that robot on the cover sort of looks like the Scovox Blitzer. Yeah, it does. The what? The what? Scovox Blitzer from series eight, the caretaker. Oh, it yeah, does. It's modelled off those Dalek designs that never happened. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's the deadliest robot in all the universe that never appears. Again. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Well, that's weird. I thought a robot in the thing we're talking about today was the deadliest robot in all the universe. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a lot and of deadliest robots in all the universe, robot. isn't there? Yeah. We'll get onto that later. Um, so, what do we think about the oldest gamer in Freedom City? And also, maybe the rest of this. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a good listen. I thought the pacing was, was good. And surprised <laughs> that, surprisingly, they use uh, a whole new theme tune for him that was actually created by a popular K-pop band, BTS, um, which I thought was an interesting choice. And also, the entire thing... <laughs> I don't know, forget it. No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm going to buy it. And what was it you were saying about Gamer Girl? I'm still confused by that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's a, she's a female and right. she's a gamer. See, that's <laughs> not what I was getting at. But um, That is what a gamer girl is. It's true. A girl true. who plays games. Yeah, that's fact. But yep. but the joke the joke with them is always that the like, girls never play games. Is it? Is that what you like, say? I, I... Is that no, what no, you no. say about women who play video no, it's games? that's not what I say. It, it's it's, it's like, this, it's this a Shubokas it, exclusive. It's an internet Paul meme. Is, Paul is a raging misogynist. Are we no, just finding this out now? Me, the, where they're always the like name. G- girls who play games. <laughs> always like, actually, I'm a gamer girl and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, shut up. Oh, so you want women who play games on the internet to shut up? What you're saying is, Paul, is that women shouldn't be allowed to join games. Okay, let's carry on. I'm glad we've got that out of the way. Yeah, shouldn't refer to themselves as gamer girls because it's cringe. Oh, it's cringe for women to be enthusiastic about the things they yeah, enjoy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's, what that's what you think. <laughs> that's what you're saying, Paul. That's isn't what it? I. That's what I think. <laughs> if we want to go there, so uh, women. God, what, what's next? That, Female doctors. Um, that, that's why there's no women on this you podcast. Enjoying no women soon, Paul. What? What was that? Um, yeah, down here. 
Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move. Uh, that's the end of the news. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> This interlude brought to you by Dan singing. Could you an impression of the horns that you hear? Uh, <laughs> um, I genuinely can't remember what those horns sound like. Isn't it just like sort of thing? Um, I think you did a perfectly good. <laughs> Impression of it, so... Can I just start by saying I barely remember anything that happened in this episode? No, you but I've got funny moments on it. watching it, so you weren't watching. I was getting voice messaging Paul back and forth, and in the background of each one you can hear, like, Tegan going, Cybermen! <laughs> and then he goes back and he's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, maybe you should, like, well, watch I... the episode and write down what happened in the episode, Paul. I, I was sort maybe of watching it. I, I've st- got a page I stopped taking quarter. notes about ten episodes ago, but I started again today and I made three notes. I, I made the mistake of thinking I could, um, when we were doing the Christmas stuff, thinking <laughs> I could, like, not write notes for episodes. Because <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm just going to try a new thing. I'm going to try a new thing. I'm not going to write. I'm just going to freestyle, you know. And then um, when we came to do those episodes, I had absolutely nothing to say because I'd forgotten it all. I have which is why those many episodes... pages of notes of all the episodes I've watched for this. Some of which we've not done a podcast on yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that invasion. Invasion. Um, Still not on that. Five, five doctors. doctors. What yeah, did everyone the... think going into it? This is the and who had 20th anymore. anniversary, isn't it? I yes. did not want to watch it. You Why? Didn't. You never. You'd never want to watch classic Who though, Paul. Yeah, you'd never. It, I'm, never I'm, I'm honestly this surprised. I'm honestly surprised, Paul. This was great. Was right. Honestly, I'm surprised when you want to appear on the podcast. I know. Yeah. You, you <laughs> seem you're so against watching an episode of yeah, the, which one was the one show that the podcast just... is about. <laughs> there was one where you just didn't watch any of it. I'm sure. You, you didn't. You didn't yeah, watch the second um... half of Avengers on Virus. <laughs> <laughs> It was Invasion, the word um, I just refused to watch it, because yeah, it was a hard one. I, I didn't watch that, but that's because I didn't have time to watch it. It's a big one, to be I fair. didn't want the time to watch it. <laughs> and then, um, as Cameron said, seven parts of it were shit. So yeah, not, the, not the any hurry to watch it. It's so. a difficult watch, a lot of the six. On average, seven parts of it are shit. I... I... The, I mentioned, like I mentioned a couple of months ago, I was starting Doctor Who from the start, and I got to Edge of Destruction, and I haven't watched it since. I like Edge of Destruction so shit. Because uh, all of us here have been watching quite a bit of Classic Who. Um, how did it feel then, watching uh, a, a Classic Era story that was all in one go for you? There were no that, it, was it was so refreshing. It was so good. It the closest thing yeah. to a movie. It was like a movie. Yeah, yeah there was like an hour and 40 minutes, I think. It was 30 minutes, unless you watched the extended one. The special edition. Yeah, me um, and Dan watched oh. the uh, special edition. Uh, I've had this DVD for years. I don't know. I don't actually know what was added. We'll, we can that's discuss the, that later. That's the... Can you just show me the cover real quick? That is the first, I think... It, yeah, it's that version. That was the first Doctor Who DVD they released. Yeah. Really? In the DVD yeah. range. And then in I've 2008, had this for... they re-released the one that I've got. I've had this uh, DVD for a very long time. Yeah, well, that it was um, the first one we did in the range. They did quite a few, but that that was the first one apparently. They did that. I in think the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, because I think this episode is the first. 
And then you've got that Better one. Classic Coup I ever watched. Mm. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it was my no. first one as well. <laughs> it doesn't have a side that's, binding as well. Yeah, I think I've got a vague memory of watching this with my dad, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was the first and time we, I'd we've got like, watched it. Here <laughs> so yeah, I've not watched <laughs> this in a very long time. Um, but this was great. Um, I, I should we it. talk about it? Yeah. I, I do. We want to do our out of ten scores now, like we did last time, or do you want to wait till the end or what? Um, just to kind of feel for how. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it now. Okay. Uh, eight. An eight. This is an eight out of ten. I give this a nine. Very good. I give it an about eight and a half, nine. Because I'll get into it later, but yeah. And Paul. Paul. Um, I don't know. You don't know. You've watched the, the episode, yeah, Paul. I, I, I watched the episode, but I feel like I didn't watch it at all. Like I, I had it on. That is. But I, I feel like I just weren't paying enough attention to. So he's to saying, like, he's saying like, like a ten out of ten, then, right? I think um, that I think that's that's what I'm getting from him. Yeah. yeah. I'm perfectly yeah. neutral. It's actually episode. altered the way that he thinks and However, think from now on. So it's, when, it's um, actually been a, a bit... It was actually when, it was so good it actually froze some of his brain the functions. Way he media from now on. Yeah, so he can't but, actually remember what well, happened. Yeah. So this is Paul's best Doctor Who episode ever. Better At than Love and Monsters. It's best, and it's also his last episode ever. Love and Monsters is my favourite. So I, I liked when Shouten showed up. That was very fun. He, when okay. he just swivels out of his coat and shines in this one, he's having a ball. He's so good. The bit where he goes I don't the remember anything past that point with him, though. When yeah. they try and get yeah, his coat that, and he takes Just does a little spin and... Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, he has a lot of fun with that coat, doesn't he? It was tomorrow's yeah. times. Um, the coat from um, Name of the Doctor. I wonder how they got it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, um, there is a clip in this, though, that I'm pretty sure is used in Day of the Doctor. Um, is it? Yeah, the second Doctor at towards the end, he goes, "This is the Doctor calling Gallifrey, Doctor calling Gallifrey," and I'm sure yeah, yeah. that is the bit they sample oh, for the Day of the Doctor. Calling You're right. They, calling? they cut out the gaps between them saying it and uh, like put a few different bits in. Yeah, and I'm sure that bit. Yeah, there's actually another thing um, that comes up in the 50th anniversary like celebration episodes. I'll come. I'll come to you later. I want to talk about this a bit cool. It might be taking a bit of bit out of your trivia section, Cameron, but um, it's it's too good a it's too good a bit of trivia to like leave to that section. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Um, I think this would benefit actually from doing trivia off the bat, just because the episode is affected so much by the behind the scenes stuff that I feel if we get that yeah. through and then we can go through it beat by beat. That helps me because I'm, I, I'm reading always write my trivia at the start of the yeah. notes. <laughs> well, yeah, that and also the lack of Tom Baker and stuff, it would make more sense if yeah. you just um, throw all the facts out I've there. got, um... Oh, go on. No, Paul, you go first. No, mine leads into the discussion. All right, okay. okay yeah, we'll go um, through it like in story order in a bit then. We'll just hit So, firstly, to get it out of the way now, 7.7 7 million viewers on the first broadcast. <laughs> Decent. Yeah, 
I quite like it when these classic Who episodes get such big numbers because yes, mm. there wasn't anything else to watch, but it is. It was just was... one of the biggest shows of the, of the time, wasn't yeah, it? There yeah, there was. This is and this is like peak Doctor Who fandom. This is when they were starting to get out on PBS yeah. in America well, yeah, as well. I mean, it, it was. It's the rise before the fall because soon you had yeah. the next generation and some more Star Wars that it was up against. And it, yeah, it, yeah, it really. In terms um, of like budget and stuff, it just got blown out of the water. But this is like yeah. a really nice period of the show where, yeah, because like we'll get onto it when we mention Herndl as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was really interested going into it to see because when I was younger, like Dan was saying, um, I knew that that wasn't actually the guy who played um, the first Doctor originally. I hadn't seen any yeah. first Doctor stuff, but I watched this and I. I got that it was the first Doctor, and then when I watched more first Doctor stuff, it wasn't that jarring. Like, mm. I, like he do, he plays it differently, and we will get onto it. But yeah, um, that was something I noticed going back into it now, knowing that obviously it isn't the same. And I've seen lots of harm yeah. and stuff since that he is actually. I I hate how fast he walks. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a bit more spry, isn't he? Get, yeah, get he's back fucking to the... sprinting everywhere. Go for a walkabout yeah. in the garden. <laughs> what was he yeah. doing? There? Going, uh, going, going for a little, a nice little fast sprint <laughs> through the garden. <laughs> I'm uh... surprised the Phantom Zone caught up with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get back to this, though, um, yeah. as we know, Doctor Who liked to scrap a lot of the footage once it was done with. Mm-hmm. This episode, however, is the only one of Classic Who, as of when the trivia note was written on IMDb, to have all of the footage that they shot, so any of the gag takes, any of the, the bits that they fluffed, and the actual shown stuff, to still be in a showable format in the BBC archives. Has it... So they have oh. everything. Have any of you seen the outtakes for this episode? I've not. Are they on the I've DVD? No. They are the most was, fun was that you can just, have with your clothes. Was that on. not just the whole episode? <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, seek them out if they're online, but I know they're on the DVD. Yeah. Are um, they? Oh, yeah. great. I'm watching them after we finish this. My favourite being... Is that where the picture comes from? No, that's just the... That's just the... No, the picture of... John Persley, swill, or Patrick Trout and trying to swill John Persley with, with a jug. No, no that's, that's a, a convention. convention, I think. Yeah, that's a convention. That's a great, that's a great photo. <laughs> yeah, they're all there banding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from which dimensions um, in time? We don't speak that name here. Yeah, so... <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that what it's from? Uh, no, it's, no. Not. it's around the same time, though, before John died. Um, but What was it from, then? Oh, it's a, a just convention. a fan convention. Right. Wait, what was I saying, anyway? Right. Hang on. I don't I'm know. Yeah. Oh my god. You've derailed me completely, Paul. So, oh, Paul. The trivia before Paul no, derailed us again. Oh, it was about the outtakes, yeah. Um, yeah. The best outtake I've seen in a while. It was, um, I, it made me realise how difficult it must have been to drive Bessie. And it's uh, <laughs> it's John and, um, and Liz Sladen sat in Bessie in the Yorkshire Moors. No, Wales. <laughs> no, the Death Zone. Um, and and they uh, <laughs> They start setting off, and they're like, mi- she's mid-line, and, ju- and the car, like, stutters, and John just, like, slams the dashboard and goes, like, shit! Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, originally, oh, no. John Nathan Turner with this didn't want Susan to refer to the Doctor as Grandfather. Grandfather! 
And I because was, it's an imposter. No, nah, and I was. This is apparent. This is what uh, the person who plays Susan, Caroline Ford, said about John Nathan Turner when he said this. He didn't want the audience to think the Doctor had had sex <laughs> because this was basically peak child show Doctor Who. Is this the same John Nathan Turner that used to bed young fans as well? Oh my! Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Um. Alleg- allegedly. <laughs> And take it with so like the Caroline, speck of salt. Yeah, Caroline Ford's reply to this. Me, so. Ca- yeah, Caroline Ford's reply to <laughs> not referring to the Doctor as grandfather was, "Well, I won't do it then." So yeah. she would. Good on you. If if she didn't, if the, the bits were cut about her referring to the Doctor as grandfather, then she wouldn't have appeared in the show. Which grandfather. Is why, yeah. Um. Susan. <laughs> Push the dial. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, um, Grandfather. I'll leave that bit. Lightly twist your ankle. On to go back crash. to um, the John Pertwee, Elizabeth Sladen bit that you mentioned, hmm. apparently their filming locations for some of their scenes were so cold that she was ordered to start slapping him in the face He was t- because he was turning blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Which... that's how he died. Where it? was it filmed? A oh, like, where was the quarry that it was filmed in? It, I, it's some unpronounceable name in Wales. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, there's like three different locations in Wales they used. Um, if you want to visit them, I have, I have a, a really boring father who likes to. While I'm watching Doctor Who, whatever he comes in, and says, "I wonder where." <laughs> Take that, Dad. And I have to then go and find out where it was filmed. Otherwise, I won't shut up because he'll sit there. Yeah. And, uh, it looks like Scotland. No, actually, it could be Yorkshire. That and it's like, I, I was you know, I was watching this thinking that is very local to me, York Moors. Yeah, well, that, yeah Dad, I thought that was, but it, it's Wales apparently. Dad, yeah. your your dad's your dad's like a worse version of those people who are already the worst people. Who, when you're watching <laughs> something like, oh, where, where's that actor from? And you spend five minutes yeah. like flicking the fingers. Yeah, and you're like, I've just missed an See, entire few scenes. Oh, that's See, what you've got to do is was on telly the other day. You know, you know actually, f- sorry, this is a complete tangent, but it will be quick. <laughs> um, you just reminded me, when John Hurt unfortunately passed away, I came in at the time I was doing a paper round, because um, I'm a grafter, and I came in <laughs> and I had to start school or college or whatever it was then, and uh, I had about half an hour in a rush. My dad comes in and he says, uh, Dr. Who's died. <laughs> and I, and I, my heart sank. And I was like, hang on, you mean they're going to regenerate the character? As, as in, you know, Peter or Matt's quit, whoever it was at the time. Or do you mean Tom Baker's gone? God forbid. Or do you mean Colin Baker or Sylvester McCoy? Like, I was like, which one? Which one? He was like, the old one. I'm like, for God's sake. That's which... half of them. Yeah, and I panicked and I had to go and do some news. That's half of them. Yeah, exactly. well, yeah. And, um,. I was just sat there on BBC News, like waiting for them to get round to saying the report again, and it was John Hurt, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Imagine it's real life, Matt Smith. <laughs> the youngest one. It, it turns out like he was actually one. like 99. <laughs> he just hit it really well. <laughs> heavy, but heavy like, makeup. But yeah. like, he, he's very old in that one episode, which is all. <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, just, that really popped into uh, Yeah, so this has a nice thing that could have happened originally. Um, John Nathan Turner, for all of his faults, wanted <laughs> Warith Hussein to wanted Warith Hussein to return and direct oh, after right. he directed a couple of the first Doctor oh, episodes. First ever stuff, yeah. Yeah, he was unavailable, so he turned to the most <laughs> prolific. So they got Sasha uh, Jawan in instead. Yeah, to play Warwick, playing. Uh, they yeah. got 
Wow. Now he then he went got to Roman Polanski. Douglas. Oh no. Came from <laughs> Camfield? I can't remember. I my notes have really scrolled right. It's alright, he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, to direct and he also wasn't available, so it ended up with Chris Nolan. Uh, Roman Polanski. Peter Moffat. <laughs> Him, him, him and um, John Lee from Santa could be Peter's together. Oh, yeah. Oh, and just like the direct... um... um There was a rumour going around when this episode aired, though, that it had been directed by Steve Peter Moffat. Davison, the fifth doctor, because his real name oh. is Peter Moffat. And this was directed yeah, by a Peter I... Moffat with an E instead I of looked... an A. I looked at the wiki the other day and was like, oh, was that, um, was, was that Peter Davison? I don't think Doctor Who would have a serving Doctor direct an episode, though. I also don't think any of the Doctors are directors. I could be wrong, though. Mm. They've um, probably done some stuff. Yeah, Richard Hundle was cast due to his resemblance for, to Richard Hardnell after the casting director had seen him in Blake 7. Mm. And I have in my notes However, here... In... That's bollocks. Yeah, he doesn't like that cast under actor was blind to be fair. So. Before we move on to from from this, um Carolan Oh my god, Caroline Ford. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> yay. Um she is she's gone on record to say that when filming this episode, um and Richard <laughs> had uh, had like the wig on and the costume and everything, for for a few minutes she was she started feeling a bit moved because it felt like she was there with Bill again. Yeah. And it was like being back a, back years ago and he was there with her again. Then obviously he must have turned around and she probably screamed. But, <laughs> um... Yeah. Goodness um, he turned around and she was like, oh, nothing, nothing like And then she was he... like, fucking hell, would you slow down? I'm, I've got to walk <laughs> next to you. The thing, he was just like, he was on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> the original story for this <laughs> was... <laughs> To be the six doctors and feature Susan and the first doctor as androids. Um, and the doctors would be captured by Cybermen and they would be using the Time Lord DNA to become Cyber Lords. Where I've seen that oh, recently. Now hold on a second. With the I'm second doctor. Cyber no. Okay, Cyber Lord. Better name. And the second Cyber doctor Lord, would be the name. one to save the day. Um, some of the plot points of the sixth doc- six Doctor's story was later reused in the Two Doctors with Colin yeah. Baker and Patrick Troughton. The recent companion that was in, in the last story episode, Chameleon, was not used in this because one, he doesn't really fit the plot, and two, apparently everyone just hated that robot. Do you know what I love about Chameleon? Uh, the shape-shifting characters that they they wrote him out because they they, they couldn't they, they didn't like the way that he looked and they couldn't use the pro- like the costume and stuff as well. It's a and proper it's, robot, apparently. Yeah, it's and like if only the... you could have them shape-shift into something else. Yeah, literally but... anything else, and they just now nah, wrote him out. It's like what? apparently the only person who knew how to control this robot though died shortly before he was written out, and that's part of the reason because he was the only what? one who knew, and no one else knew how to control this robot. <laughs> Um, chameleon yeah. is used a quite chameleon? a lot as a pawn for the master in this era. Pawn? Pawn. <laughs> P-A-W-N. Yeah, R slash S-K-A-R-O. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh. Um, this is the first episode to feature Daleks and Cybermen in the same story. This would not happen again until Doomsday. What's that? I'm uh, 
Fuck off, Paul. Um, you <laughs> nearly fell for it, then. nearly got it. There's a lot of trivia for this episode, isn't there? Yeah, um, originally the master oh, was yeah. going to be the, two, the main villain, but that was seen as being too obvious. Okay, and so we had... You what? can see... President yeah, I, I did think it was the yeah. master from the start, Luke. Yeah. At the start, you can sort of see how he's wearing like the black leather gloves. That is sort of like how the master normally looks, but it's clear that he's not once the master's introduced. Um, I thought it was Palpatine behind it all. <laughs> Like a clone of Palpatine. Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, somehow. Off screen, Palpatine returned and, you know, create. Oh, everything was just a clone. The or something. third yeah, yeah. Doctor oh, that never meets the Cybermen. So they are in the same scene together, but they never meet. And so John Pertwee never worked with Cybermen. He never battles them at all. No. Huh. Except for um, the Brigadier. Uh, Gotham. But, yeah. yeah. Gotham. Um, Anthony Ainley. Yeah. 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 Uh, John Pertwee and Anthony Ainley share an off-screen connection with this as well because yes. Henry Ainley, Anthony Ainley's father, is John Pertwee's godfather. There we go. Ah. Yeah. So they're god brothers. Um. God brothers. <laughs> yeah. I've got a few bits about Tom Baker, but we'll, I'll get onto them in a second. Mm. There is a goof though in the thing when the. First Doctor walks across the chessboard during the pie scene. He uses pie. Yes, he no. isn't meant to walk straight across it. He was meant to zigzag over. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was meant to zigzag across, but he didn't, and they were already late shooting, so they just had to keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways, the most random sequence you can walk is the way that they expect you to walk, because they don't expect yeah. you to do it. But even. No, because Anthony Ainley walks across first, and he doesn't just walk straight across. He does like this flourishing he does jump. Little, side to he does side. a little dance. My, yeah. My favorite part of the entire episode was when he skipped across it and then just left the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, so weird. Uh, yeah. And then bits about Tom Baker. So when he decided not to return, the companions had to be rejigged. So originally it was meant to be four and Sarah Jane, three and the Brigadier, two and Jamie. Mm. Uh, Fraser Hines had to pull out because he was unavailable for filming. He was filming something else. I think he was in Emmerdale at this time. And Which one is Fraser Hines? Jamie. Right. The Scottish one. Hello! Um, so then the Brigadier went with number two, Sarah Jane with... Three, four was cut out, and then Fraser Hines was able to make himself available for a day, so he became a phantom at the end. Um, and Tom Baker's clips were from Sharda, and the publicity photos used the Madame Tussauds waxwork. <laughs> Madame Tussauds has come a long way, because that's yes. shocking. <laughs> yes, um... this is the first Doctor Who episode to release. To have a broadcast, a premiere broadcast outside of the UK. Um, it was broadcast on the 23rd of November in America first, and then broadcast about two days later in the UK because we had children in need. Oh. I mean, we we still do have children in need. Technically, many children all over the country are starving. Oh, very good. And Mark, Mark on that is out there specific day, to try and they had to all. move it round so they could show children in need instead. I think that's the end of the trivia, isn't it? 
So is is that is it a new TARDIS at the yeah. start of the episode? Hang on, Paul. You love Hang David on, Bradley's first Doctor, so how come you've got such a massive issue with Richard Herndl? Because he's too quick. Fair enough. <laughs> that's it. That's the only oh, issue you've got. He just, yeah. I don't know. He just, I, I, I do not like the look of him. <laughs> I don't um, like yeah. the look of that Richard Herndl man. He it is a new TARDIS interior. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's it looks. That's the opening shot for your standard version, isn't it? It's the um, standard version. It's William Hartnell's speech at the end of no, I mean, Invasion of the, the Daleks. I mean, after the title sequence. Yeah. Because that's on both the Hartnell thing. Yeah. Um, Which I is quite it's... nice because it's a way to get Hartnell into the episode. Yeah. Because I think if they did this episode nowadays, the modern technology, they'd somehow use archive footage of Hartnell and then. Well, there's that. He'd there's that really cool shot of in uh, Twice Upon a Time, isn't there, where it blends yeah, into where David Bradley. They... It, it yeah, they so morph from cool. the 10th yeah. planet. Yeah. yeah, I love that. But I, I love both of those scenes. Yeah. If they were doing this now, this exact episode, I think it would be Archive Hartnell running away from something and just edit the time scoop in, and something would go slightly wrong, and so he'd look slightly different. Yeah, they would have. It, they would have explained it away. I think. Yeah, they would have written in a plot point about it, hmm. because people would go, "Why did he look? Why did it look different now? He looked like William Hartnell before credits. A different person, isn't it? Why can't yeah. they get William Hartnell back? It's not like he's dead." Um. Yeah, so I think this is you the really best thing the podcast down then, don't Oh, yeah, it was me really who did something. that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always relying down to bring death and children in poverty <laughs> into the conversation. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best the classic TARDIS has ever looked. Oh, yeah. gorgeous. I, I do it. like the... You all look the same. Shut up. Shut up, well, This um, is a more digital TARDIS. The one before was analog with dials. So many because... buttons and things. But, yeah. Oh. The, the, I think the rotor alone, Pete... is, there's so much yeah. going on in it. It's beautiful. And I, love I the, do I not love remember what it was like other than it twice. Yeah. Paul, you weren't watching the episode. I'm going to put some photos. No, but I, I'm going to put some All the classic TARDIS just to me just look the same all the time. And, this and one, sometimes the round think, things change. I think the actual console itself is slightly bigger. Yeah, yeah, we won't but, get into yeah. prop history because people like Clayton Hickman will destroy us if we get anything wrong. But yeah, yeah. Um, then we get the second Doctor turning up, and he is sassing free before they even meet. He's so good. Um, yeah, even at the end, he like digs him as well. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's changed since the three Doctors. They're exactly. Yeah, I love, I love how much they hate well, each other. Classic Who. You can remember meeting your past selves. So they remember the free doctor. Yeah. Because he yeah. goes, there is a line towards the end where they reference it, but um, when two is introduced and it's like, oh, so Brigadier, who is this person? And it's like, oh, this is my replacement. And it's like, yes, mine was pretty unimpressive as well. And I just yeah. like that because he's slating free before they even <laughs> meet on screen. Um, he's, I love his little run. When they're running it, away from the... the... I don't know the the thing that's collected them. He's, he's just got a little, yeah, yeah. a little like scurry. That reminded me of Twelve's run, although a that little bit. Twelve's reminds me of number two. Should be it be? Because they're wearing uh, I've got um, a, <laughs> I've got a piece of trivia about oh, no. 
Patrick Troughton's run. Go on. Apparently, on Seth, Patrick Troughton's run at top speed was still not faster than Richard Hermel walking through that garden. You, what is your issue, mate? Let he's not, old, he's he's not that fast. Stack it, yard, he is fast. I, I've is never seen William Hartnell move that fast my entire life. Yes, that's <laughs> because William Hartnell's moved like 40 a day for 20 years. And the rest, probably. And looked like <laughs> a 90-year-old man. Yeah, when he was I only about 50. R- Richard Herndall was, yeah. uh, I think, about 74 in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks and younger David, than Hartnell. David Bradley was like 80. <laughs> David Bradley's incredibly old and looks the same age as Hartnell. Um, there's there's a line when they're talking about when when like, like he's just like cleaning up the TARDIS and like isn't this set very nice? Um, where Peter Davison, I think the line was the TARDIS is more than a machine; it's like a person, um, which I thought was not to like dig into Revolution of the Daleks again, but I thought it was a very <laughs> you never mean to do uh, that, do you, Dan? I never mean to do that, no. I just can't help it. Um, yeah, it's almost like Chibnall forgot that. But we're not here to be sad. We're here to be happy about f- the five doctors. Um, thank God they when, they, when they got out of the TARDIS, the, the fifth doctor, thank God they landed on a planet that looks like the uh, English countryside. Yeah. Thank God they landed on a planet that looks like shit. There's the classic line from uh, Troughton, uh, you've redecorated, I don't like it. Yes. Yeah, twice yeah. he said it now. I, I, I have a question about Sarah Jane and, and K-9 specifically. Yes. Was their appearance a backdoor pilot to K-9 and company? No. That came no. before this. No, but, yeah, what? but that's why she's got K-9... Yeah, at the house is it? That is, it's supposed mm-hmm. to say, yeah, canine company happened. But why yeah. wasn't she drinking wine? I know, no glass of wine to be seen. No, so just a weird it. see-through coat. It was standing, a weird coat, wasn't standing it? At a wall. How did canine get up that wall? Let's leave that for another. <laughs> He's got <laughs> handles on him. He's got handles on his ass and his front. So you can just as soon as she closed the gates on K9 or Force yeah, he's got no chance of getting off of her. <laughs> Especially in the classic series of Force yeah, he's he's stuck now. I think I found There's the no way you can cover. open that gate. I found the weirdest cover for this episode. Which the one with black Tom Baker. No, the one from BBC Video. And it's got Tom in the centre, but it's from the scene he's in. So it's just him stood on a boat. <laughs> and there's a, there's a Dalek in the corner, but it's the Dalek commander. Are you going to send from, Yeah, from Day of the Dalek, so it's a gold one. <laughs> it's really um, weird. What are you sending it? Have a look at it in general. Have a look at it. It's like random stills from the episode oh, where people are like God. mid-season. Oh, yeah, that's that's the one on IMDb. Yeah, yeah that is a real yeah, weird. Like, yeah. The last bullet point I've got is Sarah could have easily walked up that hill. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she falls like down. This comes into very dramatic. This comes into trivia. Um, Go on, because they originally (laughs) Elizabeth Slayton was very tired. They wanted um, they wanted an Auton scene there because obviously the brig. uh, Obviously, everyone meets like Cybermen and Daleks, and they all get a monster each. Um, Mm -hmm. And three was supposed to have some Autons appear, 
and that would be the threat for him to deal with instead of the Raston Wario robot and stuff and because of budget cuts and whatever that they they couldn't get around to doing it um and to be fair they they try their best but yeah that scene with Sarah falling yeah. down the hill and then it's... him having to tow her out when she could It's not even crawl up like yeah, she she could easily walk up, and then like instead of just going down and helping her, he throws it's down a rope. a rope. She ties it to herself, and then he drags her with a moving car. Yeah, um, it's a, it's yeah. a good thing that the death zone had roads, so they could drive yes, around. I have, wasn't yeah. I have that down as well. <laughs> that is good for all the time lord cars that we never see. Can you imagine like the end of the scene <laughs> just being? Yes, we'll go up to the tower in a second. I just need to pull over here and fill her up, and they're you like some crisps? There's a multi-story <laughs> car park next to the tower. Yeah. Remember where we've parked? We're in the blue zone. Oh, they pull up to the tower and to go in, they've got like pay to get through the gate or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those motorways. <laughs> Paying the um, car park. I noticed as well on every time the Dark Tower is seen when they first see it. So in the TARDIS console room, or in that hole the Dalek makes by just blowing up. Mm-hmm. The tower is a lot closer to where they are. So, what do you mean? So when the Dalek explodes, and you, this may just be in the version me and Paul watched on BritBox, mm-hmm. but when there's that hole that appears, the Dark Tower is really close, and it's a yeah. wasteland. No, you're right. And then they like... crawl out the hole, and they're in a moor with nice, luscious green grass. Yeah, it's further away. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's the same in the TARDIS console room on the scanner. It's really close, dark, desolate wasteland. Mm-hmm. They're on a moor side. Susan continues to be a bit of a, a wet blanket. Yeah. She twists her Grandfather! No reason. I. She, she's such an interesting character at the start of An Unearthly Child, and then almost immediately. <laughs> this is more like a critique of the Hartnell, oh, but like. Too. Almost immediately, she just becomes, like, a vessel from which screams come out. Screams and sobs, man. Come on. She has more than just screaming. Screams, sobs, and shouting the word grandfather. Classic Susan. What I would have liked from this is for Susan to be paired up with not the first Doctor. Yeah, it's why I, I really would have liked her at any point to call any of the other Doctors grandfather. Yeah, but it's only ever the first Doctor... Yeah. Like in the tower at the end, she should have just gone grandfather and they all just look up. That would have been brilliant. The master gets some good bits in this when he's introduced. Yeah, I like that he wasn't the villain. Yeah. Um, um, I quite like it when he's sat down at the start and Barutha is, you are the worst thing we've ever created. Your crimes <laughs> are without number. Uh, where is it? I wrote it down. Your crimes without number, your villainy without end. And he just sat there smirking. <laughs> yeah. And he then does the... Because he loves it. Laugh. He loves it. It's just like, yes, I am this horrible thing, but you clearly need my help. Go on. <laughs> a nice little bit with the master that I liked. Do you yeah, know when um, the doctor stash. says, oh, you've regenerated, and he goes, not exactly. Yes, because it's a stolen body. <laughs> yeah, he's just mm-hmm. nicked yeah. his dad's body. Because <laughs> I know we're kind of loosely doing this in... Like order of story or whatever, but yeah, I guess we're up to the bit where they're all in the death zone and they're fighting off various things. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Raston Warrior robot. Yeah, yeah, beautiful boy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like it's called it the it's most a... perfect killing machine ever devised, yeah. and it's like a guy in a 
guy in a it's helmet a, and a leotard. It's a Cyberman undersuit from Earthshock. Yeah, it, is it? Well, it's literally yeah. it's just like the androids from Earthshock, but painted differently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find it weird because when you first see it, you think, oh, those spears and arrows and stuff are just being produced by out the arm. And then they just go into the cave and it's like, ah, spare arrows. Ah, some, and some, some spare arrows. Yeah, he puts them in his ass and it's like a magazine that then goes <laughs> into his arm and then... <laughs> yeah. I will um, I will yeah. say, though, like, I I saw the, like... I saw it when it t- first turned up and they said it's, like, the greatest killing machine in the universe. I'm like, eh, all right. But then when it, like, dispatches those Cybermen, <laughs> that was actually pretty cool. He makes a really Cyberman cool. vomit. <laughs> he yeah, does, uh, it's... yeah, he throws up. I love that. Yeah, and that's, that's like, a mad scene. Deep. And he like with the way he moves, he just leaps and whoosh, he's gone. And then you and then you just wait. <laughs> yeah, he for just to go. he does a little like <laughs> with his legs. Could be far too many okay. visual like, cues yeah, for a podcast. Another really really dodgy bit that they have in this back in the Gallifrey Council Chambers when the Castellan is taken away after having the Black Scrolls discovered. Oh, and he gets taken to the mind probe. What? Not the mind probe! Not wait, the no. mind probe! No, Sorry, I just put more it, emotion yeah, yeah. into it. He says it really weirdly. He goes, no, not the mind probe. Yeah. Wait, why are you saying it like, like that? No, not the mind probe. This is meant to be something really bad, and it's just... No, don't oh, no. do that. I've never seen this <laughs> casket before. You know, that's one of the bloopers as well. One of the, one of the outtakes by Jing. By Jove. Um, is it? They open the thing, and obviously it snaps, and it's suddenly they're on fire. And they're burning away, <laughs> and and the mechanism of it, something happens, and and one of the scrolls comes out onto the desk, and then <laughs> they carry on with the scene because it's like might as well just go with it, and they close the thing, um, and he's saying I've never seen this casket before, and he's saying you better take this to blah blah blah, but the the scroll that jumped out is still there on the table, <laughs> and the fire is rising, and then, and then one of the crew just goes yeah we, we'll have to cut this, put that fire out. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see it's getting closer to Davison. It's like no, don't. Yeah. Um, tries, uh, the guy who plays Barusa tries like putting it out with his like sleeve or glove, and it's like what are you doing? <laughs> you, that's attached to your body. You're you extremely flammable, extremely time lord flammable robes. Gallifreyan robes catching fire. Can't have that. I would have loved yeah. like for the next scene. He's just like covered in soot, and they never address <laughs> it. Love that the one who, like the doctor who zipped lines across. Of course, it's John Pertwee. Oh, yeah. oh of the, course the it James is. James Bond meets Father Christmas Doctor. Like, that who else wasn't just in the script. It's just like, right, I need to get to there from here. Let's zipline. I also, I've got to my notes in this bit. I hate this version of the first Doctor because it's not. Same. Having watched the first Doctor, William Hartnell, this is just so different because mm. this Doctor is. Nice. He's No, he's snappy. Mostly. He, not a racist actor, probably. Like he snaps at people quite easily. He was very old, and things like that. Whereas the first Doctor for William Hartnell, it isn't just like, "Oh, you've done something wrong. Well, you're a stupid child," sort of thing, like Hundle does. But it's just like, "Well, don't do that, dear," sort of thing. He does have nice moments, but Mm. Hundle's just like, "Oh, he was a dick most of the time. Let's be a dick all the time." Yeah, you can tell he'd like barely watched any Doctor. Yeah, but it was or, short notice, um, I guess, and or told and he, how he clearly acted. He clearly walked too fast as well. Yeah, well, you're not letting this go, are you? you? Isn't it? Sorry, can we can we just address the William William Handel? Here we go. 
I knew I'd fuck <laughs> up the name at one point. <laughs> Richard Herndl's first doctor is the only doctor who has pushed a Dalek into a dead end and just hoped for the best and like, crossed <laughs> his finger. Yeah, so the Phantoms as well, just to make this even stupider. Yeah, this was weird. Yeah. Oh, the Yeti. Oh, the, the, right. the Yeti. Oh, yeah, we haven't about talked about bit. the second Doctor and the Brigadier yeah. in a cave. In a cave, and a Yeti. And, and a box of scraps. And, Wrong and film, doctor, sorry. <laughs> the second Doctor um, singing the song that they used to sing. The it's, it's off to Rasslund's Tower we, we go. go. You must choose, choose above, between, between below. Yeah, and he's trying to go over it in his head, and the Brigadier just says, um, what does he say, you in pain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like all of the crap he's got in his pocket, it's just like, yo, yo. Bag of sweets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it? Galactic glitter. <laughs> it's just so much stuff in his pockets. So much. Galactic Does he? Have, yeah, he has less of jelly babies in there, doesn't he? Ah, uh, it's just yeah. a bag of sweets, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's probably jelly yeah. babies. Um, um, the phantoms in the tower. You've got the phantoms in the tower. That Which sounds might... like a really interesting premise for something. <laughs> the yeah, it was, it was Mike Yates and Liz Shaw, wasn't it? Yeah, um, then... apparently it was originally meant to be Benton, but he didn't want to come back because it made Maybe. the characters look dumb. Okay. Um... I think that's the bit. Um, and Liz Shaw, who I'm pretty sure, I can't remember, I've not watched it for a while, but it's just, she disappears between episodes and it's like, because she's a unit scientist. Mm-hmm. So I think they do explain that, oh, she's gone somewhere else to work, but it is basically watching it back and you can't I may be wrong, but she just disappears between series. Shipped off to Afghanistan. Bit early for that, Paul. <clears throat> yeah, but it's time travel. She... No, it's not. Third Doctor no, has a TARDIS. Sure. He has a no. TARDIS, but he can't travel in time and space. He has that taken away from him. Yeah, but he can later on, and then he comes back and takes us to Afghanistan. Anyway... Um, and then you've got, is it Zoe and Jamie? I think so, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Jamie wearing his proper Highland regalia and Zoe wearing bubble wrap. I thought the Phantom stuff was a really interesting way to yeah. like bring back companions, even if you've yeah. not got time to uh, show all of them. Yeah. And Get, it and... makes you wonder what they'd have got for Tom Baker when he came. Yeah. Because obviously know. he was meant to have Sarah Jane. Mm-hmm. So would they have had like they the Romana than Leela? Rosie Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Moore, yeah. Thank you. Rosie Moore. It's been a long oh, time no. since. You've set him off now. Rosie Moore. It's been ages. Rosie um, Moore. Yeah. So I think I think there's like some like th- with the the Phantoms. There are some like light themes of like memory and stuff in this episode. Yeah. Um, because yeah, they say they say something about like their only memories, or and, like yeah. that's the reason he figures out. Uh, it's because Jamie's they not real. Different with the bird doctor as well. It's like, oh, I'll just go get Sarah, and it's like, no, no, doctor, I'll go get her, and it's like, no, you would never do that. If I but, said I'm doing something, you'd let me do it. But there's also like the line from um, like right at the start of the episode that. The fifth doctor says about uh, um, a, a man is ma- only a sum of his memories. A time lord more so. Yeah. Great yeah. quote. I think it's a really good line. The fifth doctor gets some good good lines. Yeah. 
people tend to um, gloss over it. I quite like the line as well, which we'll probably come to in about a second. Um, the to lose is to win, and he who wins loses. I think mm. is very nice line. Yeah, I like the, the, you... um, the line, hello, I'm Doctor Who from BBC TV's The Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. I really, I like the line from the Master, um, a little unwillingly, but I came. Yeah, that yeah. is a classic. Oh, it's a classic. Should um, we talk about the Tomb of Rassilon? Yeah. How far is this army? You seek immortality. <laughs> <laughs> That, the... that scene will be better for you, I think, because they make his voice deeper in the special edition. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. I didn't um, Rathalon has a deeper voice in the DVD. It's a bit Brian Blessed. Fucking hell, the George Lucas. It was quite... Yeah, there's also a massive CG character in the Death Zone that just adds, <laughs> adds absolutely nothing to the plot. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the, the, the villain says McClunky before getting yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just before we go on about Rathalon, I do like how it's a shit punch, but I do like I how the master just backs up and it's just like, hello again, punches him in the face. Yes, he just gets decked. Love, <laughs> That's yeah, how they deal with it. he's never met because... that master, but he knows exactly who he is as soon as he <laughs> yeah, sees just... him. He's like, I've wanted to do this for a while. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of goes into, it's a horrible twist, but I, I like the twist, it is horrible, but at the end of that one with Missy and the Cybermen, where it's the master, and he just goes. Where it's the brigadier, and it's just like, oh, look, it's the master. Shoots up. Mm. I want um, that to be a recurring theme in Big Finish now as well. Whenever they have the brigadier and the master, it's just like he you just must finish them. it by decking or killing them. I, f- I forgot. I forgot he shoots up, and then <laughs> she doesn't die. Yeah. No, they they explain it in um, which is familiar. Anyway, yeah, but, um, it's lovely how it's sort of just like hello, punches him in the face. It's just like. Never met you, but I'm gonna punch <laughs> I I don't know. I I thought the the Tomb of Rassilon set was really impressive. Yeah, it's, it, it looked really cavernous. What was there? Like you've got the Rassilon lying on his plinth. You've got the altar just off to the side, and then off to the side again. You've got the computers, and then to the other side of the room, you've got the which, which is quite a big. I need to check because it looks like it might have been edited. I'm just gonna look at the Britbox version. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. That like the old High Gallifreyan is literally just a bunch of Greek symbols. Yeah. Yeah. Old I think some of it is, um, is it? a Greek formula for something. It didn't look like it. Uh, it could just be. Uh, the oh, side of does. If you work uh, out, with the actually just e symbol like cock in binary. <laughs> yeah. There is a big theory with that, though, that apparently it's the Doctor's name. That's... Why would that be Which there? It... Yeah, why would that, that be there? That's why, why would it be there? I've I've just got the yeah. two versions up here. I think the reason it looks more cut out when they're inside the tomb is because the video on the DVD is much crisper. So you can yeah. see the line where, like, the set ends and, like, they've cut it out. And, like, the stuff they've added in post... Uh, continues. Yeah. Well, anyway. you've got the special release but that they've gone in and re-edited to make it look nicer. So. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, anyway. They, it was a bit annoying towards the end, where they just kept cutting between the tomb and the Doctor solving that one, and then the council chamber and Peter Davison just not playing a harp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his hand. Just <laughs> like yeah, it's just very... Just, it's well, just no, kind- it's... Slapping you can't see it. his hands. He's blocked out, and you can't see the harp or his hands. 
and it's just like, I wonder why they didn't show him playing the harp. I would just love it if he played like part of the theme, <laughs> like the middle eight. Can you imagine? That? Yeah. <laughs> so when he when he does finally get into uh, President Bruce's secret secret room, yes. um, I like that he um, Bruce had to change into his like spooky his spooky black robes before he could do anything <laughs> evil. Yes, with the uh, coronet and. Yeah. Something else of Rassilon. Yeah, it's like, I'm doing evil things, I must put my spooky evil clothes on. Yes. And then he gets the ring of Rassilon. Mm-hmm. So many things in Gallifrey history are of the of Rassilon. He made a lot. Yeah. No, some of them, I think, are just named after him. Well, he he done a lot for the society. Yeah. But it gets to the end with when Rassilon turns up. Why are the founding fathers of Gallifrey just such dickheads? Rassilon, Omega, Tecteun, from what we've seen of her experimenting on an orphaned child. Just dickheads. I think they are dickheads, but it it, um, it kind of, when you look at how awful the Time Lords are, kind of, and like how pompous and stupid they are, it kind of makes sense when they were the, the that's who their founders were. Rassilon yeah. was meant to be a good person. He put a stop to the games. So they buried him inside the centre of them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... That if he's the good person for stopping the games, what are their bad people like from that era? <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I... I guess we'll never know. And then Tom Baker being freed by just waking up in a car park or back alley or something in my version how does, Romana... he... how does um... he wake up in the special edition I can't remember mm, I can't remember <laughs> I'm going to check yeah, in the normal edition he's, it's just like an alley and Romana sticks her head out of the TARDIS just going come on then hmm. but yeah it's it's really weird because obviously he was on a boat oh, and you oh. clearly can't be time scooped if you're going under a bridge. <laughs> but yeah, that's, and then something that never works is a government official using emergency powers. <laughs> it has never worked well in fiction or reality. I, I love that the, the doctor just hates being um, in charge. The president, yeah. So he's just like, they're like, "Oh, you're in charge now." He's like, "Oh, yeah, uh, keep, cool. Keep I think I left the, <laughs> I, I think I left the stove on. I'm just gonna pop. I just gotta run away for a second. Because <laughs> then they're like, yes, no, and... you should come with us." He is like, "I'm in charge of you. Am I not? Right, <laughs> go there. You can be in charge until I get there. I'll see you in ten. And then he just never goes back. <laughs> I love it. That, that was one of the best moments of the episode, I reckon. The end. Yeah, and you get the line which I seriously think he should have just turned a bit and looked straight down the camera saying it of the, oh well that's how it all started then. Why not? After all. Though actually, just before that, um, that you guys would have seen on the broadcast there's the TARDIS, they all walk into the same box and then, and then the TARDIS the just off, goes split off from each other. Yeah. However, they kind of they made it less good. Didn't ruin it, but it's not as good. It's in the whirlwinds uh, going the, away, yeah, isn't it? It's the swirly yeah. things. Just the uh, what did I what did I think of when I saw them today? Those uh, walnut whips. 
Yeah, I do think it's better with the TARDISes disappearing. Yeah, it, as looks, opposed to it just... looks really stupid, but I do like to see that like, it separates and it's like yeah, really clear what's happening. Instead, it's just... Because that then sort of makes a bit more sense as to why they all walked into the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, I don't think they have the Tom Baker working up in the special edition. They didn't have it in the one I watched this far. So I, yeah. I know they this. did. Which version did you watch, Paul? Did Paul you watch the, the Britbox one? The broadcast one. The Britbox one. It is in there. He wakes up in like a back alley. Yeah, oh, it might I'm not be in the special edition so that it coincides better with Sharda. Right. That might yeah. be the thing that they changed. All I remember is they cha- they messed around with the ending and him when he like the scene where he falls over has been they like yeah. they used it differently or they may they might have gone mm-hmm. with it so it makes sense. Yeah. It's good good to know what a time scoop looks like because they're masterful. And I just I'd never heard of it before. Oh, yeah. Uh um, they look like shit. Ed's thoughts. So, Ed says, and during this bit, I'm going to have a piss. <laughs> I'm not needed. <laughs> See you in a bit. Right. Well, Ed's so thoughts. Ed says, Are there a lot of them? Um, just Ed. Huh. Ed says. Though it's more like the three and a half Doctors in the end, it's just a lot of fun. A proper celebration of the show up to that point. Nothing game-changing, but I don't think it's meant to be. Little touches like Pear and Sarah Jane up with the the third Doctor is what makes it. The Master is on fine form, and yes, you could delve into that and pick it apart. And I think you do... I think if you do that, you've missed the points. It's just a fun ride. Yeah, it's a romp. It's yeah, a bit that's, of fun. That's, that's the thought. word, though, isn't it? Celebration. It really is a... Can you imagine watching this? I mean, we, I know we've got a comment from someone who watched it when they were 10, um, which is interesting, but I that, that feeling that we got watching Day of the Doctor, it's so funny that like people this long ago felt the same way. And it's the same character. Blows my mind. Hello, Cameron. Hello. Hello. Colby Morris says, honestly, it's a better third Doctor story than anything else. Yeah, he um, he is in it a lot more than the others. Now, hang on. Does this does this mean it's a better third Doctor story than anything else that it is, or it's a better third Doctor story than any other third Doctor story? I I disagree. Well, but what does it mean? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, he means it's a better third Doctor story than it is an anniversary story or a fourth Doctor thing, obviously. I I think he means it's a better story than anything the third Doctor ever had. Which I don't uh, know if I agree with. Someone's not watched Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> I have, he's right. Actually, the oh. Sea Devils was much better Can't than... do this to me. Terror of the Autons, <laughs> come on. No, I do like Inferno. Uh, I'll read Andrews then, because it's very cool. Uh, he says, absolutely brilliant. Paper-thin plot, but perfect fan service. That's right. Yeah, that's a bit similar to Day of the Doctor as well. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Tom really regrets not being in this now. He does. That's why he went on to do Dimension- the the bit in the beginning and end of Dimensions in Time. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Uh, that'll be a headache to watch and to talk about. 
Well, yeah, because I don't think it's been released officially by the BBC yet, and it's only available it, on YouTube. as No house party. He regrets it a bit, but because obviously then it'd be like, I'd had, it'd only be gone for about a year, maybe two. Yeah, I think th- that was why he didn't want to do it, because he felt like it was too soon for him to come back. It was yeah. too soon, and he also wouldn't be able to do his best Doctor. Like, he'd mm. be having to share the part with four Every, other people. Everyone as well who plays the Doctor is scared of being typecast, and I think now that yeah. now that he was out, he didn't really want to be brought back mm. in. But yeah. it's a shame he's not in it. Um, yeah, I would I would love to see... Um, it never, ever happened, but I'd love to... Uh, to hear like a big finished version of the five doctors with Tom in it and like it follow the original oh. stuff. Maybe get David Bradley yeah. in as one. Or... I think I think that's that's probably the That'd direction they would cool. go if they did um, it. But they never yeah. would. Maybe just do it. What, maybe so do, it do the doctors, six really. doctors. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Um but Tom he said he isn't missed though, in my opinion. And as a ten year old kid watching this it was amazing. I hadn't seen any first doctor stories yet, so I didn't care about Handel and still don't. Got him. Got him. Uh, the DVD commentary. No one cares about Tenant. The DVD commentary with Tenant is hilarious, and it's my favourite Target novel cover. I've not seen the cover for this. It is a cool cover. Yeah, well, the Target the... covers are very nice. That's really so, cool. Yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts about any of the episodes we do, um, then we should Sobbing we should probably say what we're doing. Holy on, like, shit! That's Twitter. a great cover. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's got that, that that of them standing in the line is so much like that yeah. that gets used everywhere of all. Love it. It's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway let's uh, move on. <laughs> yeah, we should probably say what episodes we're doing on like the social media and stuff, so we can try and get thoughts on there, not just from this one Facebook group yeah. that we're all part of. Yeah. Why don't we do um, what what are we doing next week? Uh, it's going to be the randomizer, unless Ooh, anyone has any other ideas. We've, ne- story, we've never we? done. Not what they want to and 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 um a topic if you've I got a topic forgot, what do we, well, what what topic are we doing then top well, five we, we classic who we'll do a randomized no, i've not if, watched enough classic think, who to do that if you think of it i'd love so, to do that but yeah I, i'd rather wait to I don't all, to all five episodes of the brain of morbius <laughs> and, and maybe the, the rest hey, of you want to do top well. five parts <laughs> okay then <laughs> inferno part one inferno part anyway the War Games Part One, the War oh, Games the, Part the Two, twin, the, the Twin Dilemma Part, part Two. Um, See you next week. Yeah. So, if you want to get Social in contact media, with us, uh, it's the Shubocast at gmail dot com. Yeah. We actually got an email. We got an email this week, actually, from uh, Harry Townsend. Thank you. So, thank you, Harry, for all it of, was, your, of the yeah, podcast. It's it really out. nice. I. That genuinely made my day when I saw that. I I read that and I thought someone listens to this. <laughs> I I was amazed someone a listens to it and has listened b, to all of it, and b doesn't want to kill themselves when they listen to it and is listening to this right now. Hello, ta- hello, Harry. <laughs> yeah, thanks for getting in contact with us. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoy this piece of shit podcast. And, uh, um... At some point. Soon, me and Paul will have a Shabogan review of yeah. Masterful on his channel, which is Shabogan Who. Link in the description somewhere. I don't know how it works most of the time. I just record <laughs> it. I don't do anything behind the scenes. Same. Uh, you don't even record it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, faithful viewer and listener. <laughs>
singular. <laughs> we know who you are now. <laughs> <laughs>